BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to Taking the Higher Road, a Driver Reach and Freight Waves production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder and CEO of Driver Reach, your modern recruiting and compliance solution. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver lifecycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting and retention. I appreciate all the positive feedback on the show. Please remember to rate and review Taking the Higher Road on whatever platform you use to listen. I'm excited to be joined today by a young rising leader in the industry, a fellow entrepreneur, Dr. Mark Manera, founder of the Trucking Fitness Company. Welcome to the show, Mark. Thank you for joining us. Jeremy, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited for the coming on the show. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for this conversation. Well, I've been patiently waiting to talk to you for over six months. Uh, you've been a busy man. Pardon me, doctor. Yeah. If the, if, the, if the dedication and focus you put into that achievement is a sign of what's to come, look out. Um, there's a number of things I, I would like to discuss uh, in today's episode. Uh, I certainly like to know what your inspiration was for, for bringing health and fitness to the trucking industry. I'd like to talk about the current state of driver's health and, and what effects poor health has on the industry. I'm hoping you can share about a trucking fitness company, your mission, uh, how the resources and coaching you provide are, are directly tied to a strong recruiting and retention strategy. Uh, I also want to hear about your podcast, Merging Lanes. I have yet to be a guest. And uh, of course, we'll answer a question submitted by a listener during our deeper dive segment. Does that work for you? Yeah, I'm excited. Well, before we dive in, I can't help but ask, are you familiar with the play Hamilton? I know, I know not. you're not that familiar I'm not, with it. I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, know we, I know we talked about this a little bit, but, uh, but I'm a huge fan. You know, I think it's one of the best things I've ever seen. Uh, the performance, the music, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda is, is a genius who, who put it on. Um, and I love American history. But I, I say all this uh, because when I think of you, I hear the song, My Shot. And it's, you know, the lyrics being, you know, young, scrappy and hungry, and I'm not throwing away my shot. So that's what comes to mind. Um, your drive and, and intensity is, is inspiring for sure. So my question, I guess, is, you know, where does that come from? You know, what's your story and, and what inspired you to focus on health and fitness and more specifically uh, in the trucking industry? Yeah, so I, I think kind of taking it back, I, I grew up playing baseball. And uh, as I went through high school, I realized I liked the weight room more than the baseball diamond. And I, I just got really into fitness and working out and uh, just loved that aspect of athletics. And uh, also growing up, both my parents are optometrists in the medical field, and they both are entrepreneurs too, and they own their own clinics. And I think the mesh of all three of those made me realize, hey, I know I want to do my own thing uh, at some point in life, and I want to be in the medical field, and I love fitness, and physical therapy seemed to just be a great middle ground for all of that. So I went to physical therapy school, and during one of my clinical rotations, I had the opportunity to work in a PT clinic in Southern Missouri, which uh, there's a lot of trucking that goes on there. And I had the opportunity to rehab a ton of drivers uh, at that clinic. And, you know, in trucking and transportation, as I gotten into the industry, I'm realizing that a lot of people who are in this industry have 
our generate people, generations of their family have been in trucking and transportation. And I just didn't have that experience. So that opportunity to rehab and work with drivers was my first experience uh, working with truckers and just hearing about the industry and their lifestyle. And it really inspired me. And as I, you know, took that inspiration and looked deeper into, uh, you know, did some st- looked at the statistics, looked at, you know, the uh, resources and opportunities that there is for trucking. I I saw there was a real lack of trucking specific health and wellness uh, coaching. And also, um, you know, the statistics just kind of hit me in the face and it was just shocking. And so I got inspired and uh, I started the trucking fitness company. Well, you know, as you know, we've been talking about driver shortage for many years. Uh, it's certainly worse today than I've seen it in in, in nearly 20 years and of uh, my being in the industry. Uh, recruiting and, and retention have been two of the biggest challenges for fleets. What is, I mean, as you're kind of, you know, from the outside looking and getting into this and recognizing the opportunity after kind of diving into some of those statistics, you know, recognizing the opportunity, you know, what is the, what do you assess the, the current state of driver health is? And, and then what impact does that have on today's recruiting and retention challenges? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm newer to the industry, but I've had the opportunity to speak to and be mentored by a ton of people who have been in this industry for decades. And to name a couple, uh, you know, Mark Colson, who's the president of the Alabama Trucking Association, and also uh, a friend of his and, and now a mentor and friend of mine, Billy Canary, who's the former president of the American Trucking Association, um, you know, have both talked to me about, you know, what they've seen in the industry being on the um, you know, association side of things. And Billy specifically, you know, talking about, they saw the same struggles with driver's health and the effects that trucking as a career has had since, you know, the late 90s, early 2000s. And, you know, as talking to him and just hearing about that, you know, driver's health is one of those issues that it's easier kind of just to sweep it under the rug and forget that it's there than actually provide a solution to drivers. And, um, you know, since, uh, you know, back in the early 90s, or late 90s, early 2000s, there's really been only one change that's happened. And it's that driver's health has gotten worse. And, you know, you've got a group of, you know, an industry and a group of people that move what 72, 73% of the goods in the United States and the people behind the wheel are, are literally dying in the process of doing that. And, you know, to put some numbers behind it, uh, you know, right now, around 4 million people in North America wake up and drive a truck for a living. 85% of them are overweight. One in every seven suffers from type two diabetes. And the statistic that kind of really shook me the most was that as a group, truck drivers have a life expectancy 16 years less than the average population. And, you know, I think those statistics alone really show that it is an industry-wide problem. And I think that it affects a whole, a bunch of different aspects of the industry. And, you know, specifically with retention and recruiting, you know, I don't think that there's one single solution that is going to fix the whole thing. But I think driver's health is a piece of the pie. And, you know, when you have drivers who are overweight, failing to control their blood sugar, um, scared about their next DOT physical, it's really hard to picture that that driver is going to, number one, uh, you know, be behind the wheel, happy and living their best life at your company for as long as they could be if they were healthier. And also, you know, the the risk that that unhealthy driver is behind the wheel for your company is a whole other conversation. 
Well, that, those are some those are some startling statistics, by the way. Th- those are those are far worse yeah. than I uh, realized. And you know, fleets will take care of their equipment like crazy. I mean, they'll make sure that that is every on a on a regular cadence. They're making sure that it's it stays top notch. And so, I think what you're suggesting is that needs to be applied to to the health of these humans that are more far more important, far more valuable that are holding you know and behind the wheel. Uh, maybe that's a good segue into you know. If you would share the mission, your mission of a uh, trucking fitness company and, and what are you setting out to do and how are you doing it? Yeah. So, you know, I, I, as I start this company, really uh, just as a person, I'm a mission driven person. I, that wakes me up. That gets me excited and passionate about it. And, um, you know, I really am on a mission to make the trucking industry a healthier place. And I think that's the driver's. I think there are some other people at the company who could probably use some health and wellness advice too. But as an industry, I think that transportation is just so vital to our economy that it's really easy for the people who are working day to day to uh, keep it running, to put their health and their personal, yeah, their, their personal health and wellness on the back burner. And I think my goal and what we're trying to do at the Tread and Fitness Company is to just give drivers the easiest entry point into exercising on the road, eating healthy, and just living a healthier life uh, overall. And so we do that through uh, one-on-one coaching through our app, and we give drivers uh, the ability to exercise anywhere at any time, and we give them all the equipment they need, and we also help them um, make habit-based and small changes to their diet at the fast, at fast food restaurants, at the snacks that they keep in their truck, at the truck stops, and just really saying, hey, you know, right now for a lot of people, when they think of being healthier, it's this 180 flip of everything in their life has to change. And that's not the, that's not the best approach for consistency or when you have a crazy lifestyle. So what is the, what is step one? Then what's step two, and how can we build this in a way that it's consistent over time? Well, I know you know one of the biggest obstacles in, in making the decision to eat healthy and, and exercise and sleep well, which is really important, uh, is discipline and and the will to get past that first order uh, consequence. Because you know I recently read a principles a book uh, by Ray Dalio, and he's talking about uh, you know first, second, third order uh, principles. One of the many things he talked about was the importance of getting past that first order uh, consequence in order to achieve the benefit that comes with that second and third order consequence. Uh, he actually used exercise as an example. I know the first order consequence of exercise, you know, pain and, you know, time spent. And they're, you know, that's considered generally undesirable, right? And so while the second order, you know, better health and more attractive appearance, you know, are desirable. And it's sometimes that first one, you just can't get over that to see what's on the other side of it. It just, it takes, it takes that, you know, discipline. And, uh, and that's something that um, to, I think to your point, step by step, take baby steps. Don't try to boil the ocean necessarily. But I think what helps is having somebody in your corner. And it sounds like from a coaching perspective, you're, you're providing that something that's able to hold them accountable, but also encourage and inspire. Is that, is that fair? A hundred percent. You know, I think I look at being a driver and trying to live a healthy lifestyle as there's a lot of barriers that make it really easy to say, nah, I don't, I don't, I don't need to put my energy towards that. It's just impossible. Right. And what we're trying to do is cut down as many of those barriers as possible, make it anytime they've got free time, they have the ability to 
check some things off of the list and give them the actionable advice. Because I, I think when you, when I talk to drivers, you know, everyone knows, okay, I need to eat healthy and exercise, but it's one thing to say that it's another thing to actually, okay, what does that mean? And what do I do when I'm in the middle of Indiana at a random loves, right? And so we're trying to say, here is the actionable advice on here's how to build a healthy meal, pick this, pick that, pick this and giving them options there where, you know, they are not spending 20 minutes going through all these things, trying to figure out what the healthiest option is. It's just instantaneous. And, you know, from the accountability standpoint, I think for anybody, but drivers specifically, they need someone to number one, be able to ask questions to who understands what they're going through and is there to help. And we, through our app, they've got 24 seven access to message one of our coaches. We've got you know, monthly community uh, gatherings. And, you know, we've just got a lot of built-in, you know, coaching that shows them, hey, we're here, we care, we want to help you through the highs. We want to be there to celebrate when you have the weight loss, when you, you know, you hit, we just had a driver who hit their 150th uh, workout. That's awesome, right? And, um, you know, we want to be there to celebrate, but we also want to be there to help them pull their, you know, pull them up when they hit those lows. Uh, because it's really easy to fall off. And if you don't have someone or your drivers don't have someone there to say, Hey, come on, it's okay. You can't do anything about the past. You got to just focus on what you can do today or tomorrow to get the ball rolling again, or the tires turning again. There we go. Uh, you know, I think that means everything and that's what we're trying to do. And I think because of the constraints of trucking, you and I, can go on Google and look up and find all of these different programs. But because a driver lives such a different lifestyle, they need something that's built specifically for them. And that's what we're trying to build. And that's what we have built in our program. Well, you mentioned I could go on Google and look that stuff up, but that takes assertiveness, you know? Uh, And, and so I think to your point, it sounds like downloading the app and that can be found uh, in the app store. Trucking is a trucking, trucking fit is the website. Uh, your website yep. name, the app. What's the name of the app to, for those? Yeah, so if if you go to our website, uh, truckingfit.com, and, or just look up the Trucking Fitness Company, you can you can buy a membership there. It's a monthly membership, and then you get an email and it tells you exactly how to download the app, create a uh, create a membership, and uh, get you started in our intro program. And then we personalize it based off a questionnaire that each driver fills out to give us some information on their preferences their goals and their, their, just their current fitness level too, uh, because we all start at different places and we've got programs designed for any driver. Um, so yeah. And, you know, I think we, we work with, uh, you know, owner operators, individual drivers who find us on social media or just through our website. And then we also work with trucking companies and as a corporate wellness program and just really helping to instill, um, a culture of health and wellness at that company. I think that's where where uh, I'm really excited to to encourage and promote because I think it, when the companies recognize that if we take good care of our drivers, we encourage it. First of all, they're going to feel a lot better. They're going to add longevity to their life, um, be happier at home, be happier in their job, and 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 it's just the right thing to do. Um, it's it, it checks one of those pretty important boxes, right, from a retention standpoint. So and hopefully attracts more of like-minded drivers, but I think that's great. Um, and it sounds like the fact that it's not a cookie cutter approach is really important because we aren't all the same. We have different goals. We come from, a, like you said, a different place. So um, 
This might be a good opportunity to segue to our deeper dive segment. Uh, the question is from, from one of our listeners, the trucking industry has a challenge with attracting new entrants. What needs to be done in order to improve the image of the industry to attract more drivers? What are your, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I have a unique perspective because I'm newer to the industry. And I think that there's advantages and obviously there's some disadvantages too. But from, uh, you know, from the, my perspective, you know, looking at drivers and just the, our culture's thoughts on drivers, you know, to me, before I got to know all these drivers, uh, you know, a lot of people, when they see a driver at the truck stop, they kind of go the opposite way because it's just uh, this stranger person. And, you know, I think that to me, to change the identity of who a driver is, I, I think their health is a big part of it because when you have these statistics and we have, um, you know, just our culture's um, thoughts of who a truck driver is, it's an overweight dude who is, you know, maybe hasn't taken a shower in, in a couple of days because they don't want to spend $10 that loves to do it. And, um, you know, I think we need to start changing that because if I'm looking at those statistics, I, I personally wouldn't want to go into that industry and be a driver and say, man, I've got 16 years kicked off my life just because of my career. And so I think that, you know, improving the quality of life drivers have out on the road and improving their ability to be healthy really helped to change that identity. And I also think, you know, with 2020 and COVID and all the things with supply chains, I think that this is a really good opportunity to spread a positive message about drivers because everyone in our country understands how vital they are. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Yeah, no question. And yeah, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more. We've got it. We've got to take care of them. We certainly got to leverage the opportunity that, uh, that, that we've had. We've had the limelight for the last couple of years and we, we got to keep banging that drum and make sure that, 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 that people don't forget, you know, once we get on the other side of this, whenever that time comes. Um, and, and, and in communicating that message, you know, uh, one of those mediums is via podcast and you have a podcast, Merging Lanes. Uh, for those who, who haven't heard, uh, definitely go and, and download it, listen to, you've got, you've had probably half dozen or so episodes, I think, so far. Yeah, so I actually have two podcasts. I've got I've got Merging Lanes and I've got the Trucking Fitness Radio. So we started January first or the first week in January a podcast specific to drivers. Uh, that's all actionable advice, interviews for drivers. We're having a uh, drivers come on and talk to me, and you know it's like an Ask Doctor Mark type of thing. We talk through their situation, and then we're also having a bunch of drivers who have lost a ton of weight and also have you know just found a way to live a healthy life and giving their perspective and um, tips for drivers. And so I've been really excited to do that podcast. And then Merging Lanes is more so an industry podcast. And personally, don't tell Mark Colson this, it, it's, a, it's a personal thing for me to learn more about the industry and soak up as much knowledge as possible from Mark. Um, because yeah, I mean, he just, he's, he's very, uh, intelligent person in this industry. And, um, you know, I've been able to meet people, 
um, who I would not have been able to have a conversation with because of merging lanes. And I'm excited about that. And Jeremy, we're going to have you on the podcast. Uh, we had a meeting earlier today about the next couple of guests and uh, you are on that list. So I, I will be getting you on. I want to hear all about uh, your story too. So yes. Well, uh, that's, I didn't know you had the other uh, podcast. That's really exciting. And that makes a lot of sense, um, especially having that voice that's targeted specifically to, to drivers. Have you been on uh, Leah Shaver or any other road dog radio show by chance? I have not. I have not. Well, we need to make that happen because that's, they, yes. they have a great, uh, that's your target audience for that as well. Um, you know, you mentioned Mark Colson being on that podcast with you and, you know, I was, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with him as well. He's a fantastic person. I think both of you doing this together are two people who are really passionate, um, inspiring young leaders in the industry. So that's really cool. Um, you know, I'm, how did the two of you meet and, and kind of uh, put this together? Yeah, I mean, so uh, we actually met from, I think it was a DM on LinkedIn or a DM somewhere on social media. And, uh, you know, we connected and really uh, became friends from, you know, he played college football and just that connection of fitness and uh, understanding the industry. And I think probably some, uh, like you said, younger people in this, uh, younger people in this industry and just wanting to help bring this industry and, and grow this industry. And, you know, I think, the passion I bring from the health and fitness side of things, I, I see it in what he's doing on the association side of things and really just fighting for this industry. And um, yeah, we've become really good friends. Uh, we were able to, we, for the longest time we were doing podcasts and we never met in person. Uh, but in uh, September of last year, I was able to go to their annual conference and we, we hung out, had a, had a, had a couple drinks at the party and uh, yeah, enjoy, enjoyed our time in Destin. So. Yeah, uh, well, I, I I left the day it started. I was there on the front end of that for Tennessee Trucking Association's conference, and I was in a I was in an RV, and we had to hit the road. Otherwise, I would have loved to stay and you know be able to be there. And uh, we're members of our uh, Alabama Trucking Association as well. And so, a um, couple more uh, quick questions: How do you see your business evolving? You know, how, do you see uh, yourself partnering with anyone, or, or do you prefer to build something of your own and make your own mark on the industry? What do you, what are you, uh, what do you see? Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think as we grow, I, I think the biggest thing is finding partnerships and finding opportunities to uh, really, uh, I think there's multiple areas where there's large groups of drivers under umbrellas uh, of, you know, umbrellas of companies like insurance companies, like larger fleets, like associations, and just finding ways that we can partner with them and offer these resources to those drivers. But from a business side of things, um, I, I'm in conversation and, and uh, this is not something I think the scale of this uh, is such a big problem that I think there is some help that needs to be had. Um, and I think it's been fun doing this on my own, uh, but I'm excited about potential some new, uh, new adventures that might come in 2022. Uh, but yeah, from an, from an industry-wide thing, I think uh, both from a just bringing more solutions to drivers, but also bringing solutions to the people, uh, dispatchers, bringing solutions to people at the trucking company. So, you know, when we sign with that big fleet that we're going to sign with uh, in, in the next couple of years, they have the ability to offer these types of solutions to anyone at the company, not just the drivers. 
And um, that's that's our goal. And, and just really uh, from a universal or I guess uh, bird's eye view, just change the way the supply chain as a whole looks at looks at health and wellness. Now, for those uh, interested in learning more, where's the best uh, place to reach you and uh, and gather more information? Yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn. If you look up Mark Monera, or uh, if you look up the Trucking Fitness Company on any social media, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, any of them, Trucking Fitness Company, or go to our website, uh, truckingfit.com, and check us out. And let's figure out how to uh, you know help your drivers live a healthier life on the road. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us today, Mark. Uh, I'm inspired by your passion and energy, and I look forward to joining your podcast one of these days. Yes. Don't be a stranger. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Taking the Higher Road and for spreading the word to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. Remember, you can submit any question or comment, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the Higher Road on whatever platform you use to listen. Until next time, thank you for Taking the Higher Road.